put down your baby and pick up a beer. This is Dad Jokes, the podcast of two first-time dads going through the journey with all of you at home. I'm Jerry, joined here by Brandon. And Brandon, we got an exciting episode today. This is episode 20, and we're kind of starting something here with every 10 episodes, we're doing a top 10. So we have one of those today. I'm excited, 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 Jerry. Um, This was one of my favorite episodes, listening back to... um, the previous 19 that we've had and uh I, I can't wait to get started so fun fact i look at a lot of analytics as you know and i'm a big fan of stats and actually our 10th episode our top 10 episode other than our very first episode is the most listened to episode that we have out so far so i'm hoping that this one maybe can rival it as we're going to do another top 10 of sorts but before we get into that as always i got a dad joke for you brandon you ready for it Yes, sir. Waiting with bated breath. Should, <laughs> should I bring that into the new year? Maybe. Maybe we need a new one for the new year. That's just that's another thing. Let's talk about really quickly, Brandon. It's twenty twenty two. It's the new year today, and uh, new year, same old problems though, as we'll get into uh, as far as babies go. But first, this joke: How do you know when someone can't handle their beer? Oh, uh, they're too hoppy. When they bring a coaster. (laughs) (laughs) So, Brandon, I'm going to show you something as I get that one. This is a gift I got for Christmas. I'm going to hold it up. It is a stack of dad beer jokes. So that was one of the ones from there. I thought it was kind of funny. Most of them are just saying. You're getting so much help right now. I honestly think I do better sometimes without the help, but I thought that one was funny. I opened it up about 10 minutes ago, found one I thought was clever. So that's that's what I got. But um, what's going on with you, Brandon? You sound a little bit tired. What's going on in the Banks household? Man, I sound a little tired. Are you allowed to say that to people? That just sounds mean. I sound a little bit tired. I've said a lot um, worse I to am you. A li- you have said way <laughs> worse to me. Uh, I am a little tired. Um, right now, in the Banks household is going through uh, a cold. Um, for, for a second, we thought it was the dreaded C word, but we've had multiple tests. Uh, I'm not talking about cold as the C word. Um, and and everything is <laughs> everything's a okay um, from that perspective. But um, Bryce is going having a little bit of a cold right now. Uh, Mom has a little bit of a cold, and I think I'm starting to get the remnants of it. Um, but that's definitely he's congested and it's um, affecting his ability to be comfortable and sleep. Um, but overall, uh, this last week uh, we had Christmas. Uh, which was which was great. Um, my my dad actually. I know we got into a little bit of Christmas gifts from from Kelsey's side last week. Um, so a quick story for you. Uh, growing up, I, I was pretty musical. Um, I played a saxophone and and have been known to hold a tune a tune. Um, been being able to sing a little bit. I don't know why I said it like that. Um, but. Um, in my, my sophomore and junior high school, I competed in the regional um, NAACP talent show here and ended up getting first place, which put me on the national um, talent show. But the the award or reward for winning was a $500 savings bond, which for me, when I was 13, 14, in that range, I could care less about $500 that I could get in seven years. I wanted my, my money now. So <laughs> my dad told me that he basically would just cash me out. I wasn't going to get the 500. I got like a, I don't know, call it 200 bucks. I can't remember what it was, but he gave me like the immediate satisfaction of the money. He, and he took the savings bond. 
I completely forgot about those savings bonds. And at the time, he told my mom, when Brandon has his first kid, I'm going to give him these savings bonds. I didn't know that. So I, I buried the lead there, I guess, uh, or exposed it. Uh, so Bryce, for his for first Christmas, um, as a part of a few other Christmas gifts, he got $1,000 worth of uh, savings bonds that my dad has been keeping for the past almost 15 years now. So That's uh, I thought that bad. was... Uh, yeah, he had the best Christmas of us all. And now, and now you're going to make Bryce wait 18 years to spend that thousand, though, right? <laughs> uh, there's probably a little bit we, we're going to do with that. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think I can get a little bit better return than what the savings bonds got. So, <laughs> uh, Bryce, Bryce definitely has an account. I don't know about that, Brandon. I've invested with you before, and we've we've not always had the best returns. So, uh, we you win some, you lose some. But that is true. In in the case of his his money, I'm not going to put it in some of those riskier. Uh, uh, investments that you and I have tried over the, over the past couple of years. Um, but I mean, he had a great Christmas. Um, he, he got some, some, he got a lot of love, um, which was, which was really good to see. And he turned four months old since the last time we talked. So it was a, it was a pretty eventful week. That sounds like a great week, a busy week, which they all seem to be these days. Yeah. Uh, we had obviously a busy week too with, with Christmas. We had a great Christmas, had to go see three families, very busy, um, Peyton, just like Bryce was spoiled. Um, a lot of great gifts. One thing that was funny is, um, we did Christmas Eve at my in-laws and Peyton got a lot of gifts. That's, um, my in-laws first grandchild. So I know they wanted to spoil her a little bit and we're oh, yeah. opening gifts and me and Macy are obviously opening for her cause she's only a few weeks old and we get home and I look at Macy. I'm like, how many books did your mom buy Peyton? And she said, <laughs> She's like, I don't know, probably like maybe like 10 or so. And I'm like, I think it's more than that. So we counted 19 books from my wow. mother-in-law, 19, which we love books and I'm all for it. It was just funny. Uh, so we have already a bookshelf full of books and we added even more to it. So now we have to take off Christmas books just to make room for the other ones. Um, <laughs> put those away in like the seasonal decorations. But we had a great Christmas. And then this last week, though, Brandon, it's been an interesting week. Um, Peyton normally sometimes is fussy at night, will cry. We've had some issues, but during the day, typically she's sleeping or, or happy and awake. But this last week she has been awake and very fussy and cranky during the entire day, almost every single day. And Sounds then, like her dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then at night though, she's been pretty good. Um, so it's just been, I don't know if it's the reverse cycling some people talk about or, or, some different things. There's actually a, a baby fact I'm going to go into here in a second. But um, actually, last night was interesting. We uh, were up late because it was New Year's Eve, and we were watching a game that I won't mention. Um, <laughs> but uh, we went to bed around a little after midnight, and then this morning I woke up to my wife shaking me, and she goes, look, 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 and she shows me her phone. And I'm like, what? And she's like, she, she hasn't gotten up. I'm like, what do you mean? It was 6.30. She had slept till 6.30 in the morning. Wow. And none of us got up with her. So she had her longest night's sleep ever, which was great. And then today, she's actually been in a pretty good mood all day. So we'll see if we're out of that cranky stage. But the baby fact I want to bring up, Brandon, that some people might not know about, that I found out because obviously we were dealing with a very cranky baby this week. I did a lot of research and Googling, is that often parents will hear the dreaded word called colic 
And there's a lot of research out there about colic and, and quite frankly, no one really knows exactly what causes it or exactly how, what percentage of babies have it or don't. Some people say up to 50% of babies have colic to some degree. But what I learned is that most often if a baby is diagnosed as colicky, it lasts up until about four months. But the time frame that they're the most colicky is typically between four to six weeks which I did not know, and is also what Peyton is. She will be six weeks on Monday, two days from now. So that would make sense that week five of her life, she was really fussy. If she is indeed cocky, which she has not been prescribed as that, although the doctor did mention that it's a possibility um, at our last doctor's appointment. So something that if you're at home with a newborn or having one, keep in mind between four to six weeks, you could be in for a rough patch. I learned that the hard way this week. Yeah, and I remember that time frame. I don't know if I would qualify Bryce as colicky, um, but there's definitely there's definitely a stretch where it was just it felt like crying that you had no rhyme or reason, and you didn't know when the end was gonna come. And I'm saying that, and it might be a 10, 15 minute stretch of straight crying, but when you're in the middle of it, it feels like it's lasting forever. So I would say. Luckily, I don't know that it ever got to that point for us. Uh, I cannot imagine because the, the the fits that he has had in his short little life, uh, if, if they could possibly be worse than that, it, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's definitely frustrating as a parent. Um, you know, typically, just so you know, colic, they describe as crying for three hours or more in a given period of time consistently in within a day. So it's not usually, I know Brandon, you mentioned um, basically a 15 minute stretch. That's typically not what they will say. Like I said, it's, it's long periods. Typically they say three hours. So nah, you're talking. I'm, we never had three hours at one time. It, it, we might've had 45 minutes where we wanted to, and we can calm him down and he might be calm for, 15, 20 minutes, and then you, you can he'll he'll get started back up again, but yeah. not three hours straight. That would that would drive me absolutely insane. Yeah, and and we I don't know if we had three hours straight ever of just, but we did have long periods of stretches where she would cry, and you know for she just ate, she had you know had her diaper changed, she wasn't cold or anything like that, so. But again, is it, is she just being a baby, being fussy, or, or is it something worse? We'll, we'll we'll keep an eye on it. But it's definitely something as a parent to keep, you know, your your finger on and, and see what you can do. the The negative side of it is there's there's not that much you can do about it. But all babies do eventually grow out of it, and uh, you just kind of got to keep your sanity while you can. So yeah, it's that's something that uh, I, I do not envy those who have to go through that. Um, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel, which it sounds like you're you're hopefully getting to that point. Uh, for me this week, the the baby fact that jumped out at me um, when you when you get a lot of like first few month baby toys, they're they're black and white and have like the high contrast. And the reason is because for the first four months of a baby's life, they can really only see shades of gray, and then after. You kind of hit that four-month phase, which Bryce has, has just hit. Um, they start to recognize colors and things like that. Um, so that's something that really jumped out at me. Personally, I I don't know if the four-month ever hit me in my research. It, I always thought it was for the first couple months of a baby's life. 
Um, but it, it actually extends all the way out to four um, from from everything we saw. Um, so he's gonna he's gonna finally be able to start seeing me for my my true self, Jerry. <laughs> I was wondering if you're gonna work that in there somehow. So <laughs> I was wondering how you're gonna do it. I like it. Um, no, it's cool. I did not know that. So that that's definitely interesting. And um, one thing. Another segment I want to touch on before we get into our main topic today of the top 10 is baby gear. Like we've been saying, we've been trying to uh, mention different pieces of baby gear or updates on baby gear that we have to all of you out there. And one thing that I haven't mentioned in any of the podcasts yet, even though we've had it since Peyton's birth, and I'm a big, big fan of it, is, well, actually, you know what? I'll tell you a little story first. I don't know anyone that knows, or anyone that has a baby obviously knows, that baby's fingernails can be little razor razor blades and they can not only scratch themselves and leave marks but they can scratch mom or dad and babies like to grab things so real quick correct and so what people have done for years and years and years is they've used nail clippers and it can be very scary because babies have tiny fingers and they like to clench their fists and move their hands around you don't want to cut one of their fingers off Um, some moms will even bite their fingernails which i'm not doing that Um, but what they have now and what we have is nail trimmer dremels little dremels that you can buy they're not expensive 15 20 dollars they have little files on the end they spin and then you can basically trim their nails almost like dog's nails and i'll tell you brandon i've done it 10 15 times i'm usually the one who does it Peyton does not mind in the least, does not bother her. She's happy the whole time I'm doing it, and it works great. And then I don't get those little razor blades clawing at dad's <laughs> chest or face. Oh, and they, uh, not only those razor, razor blades claw, they, uh, if they're having a fit, they're swinging too. And Bryce has a really good right hook that I found. Uh, <laughs> we have, we have uh, one of those in our household, and it's actually gotten to the point where it wouldn't be uncommon for an adult in the household to, uh, <laughs> Hit, hit their nails a couple times. That, that thing works with adult nails as well, apparently. That's funny. I, I'll tell you, I, when we first got it, I was like, eh. But invest in one. If you don't have one or haven't seen them, look them up. I, I, again, they're like $15 on Amazon. I don't even know the and name. They work. Yeah, I don't even know the name of the brand that we use, but they work great, easy to use. And I don't know how Bryce is, but Peyton could care less when I'm doing it. Does not bother her in the least. No, he, he he's all about, well, I don't want to say all about it, but he, he is indifferent about about it when it ultimately gets done and their nails go grow really quickly. So it's, really quickly. you have to do something. We well, got a baby piece of baby gear for us, Brandon. Oh my goodness. This is my, my favorite thing happened to me. So for Christmas this year, what I asked for is basically if somebody's going to give me something, just get something for Bryce and Kelsey knocked it out of the park. Oh, the, the, my number one thing. And I kind of forgot about this. I, I mentioned it a couple of times, but the number one thing that I'm excited about, um, this may or may not come up later in one of our top fives, um, but growing up, my favorite kid's toy at, at, when I was a kid for the longest time, even as like probably played with this old, older than I should have, was a Little Tykes basketball hoop. I, I've mentioned <laughs> this before on a podcast. And so Christmas was over. It was like the day after Christmas and there was a, one of my quote unquote gifts that was running late and I come home from work and sitting on the porch is a little tykes uh, basketball hoop with the adjustable basketball hoop with the balls. And that, uh, that's my number one piece of it. I'm going to call it gear, uh, for this episode because I cannot wait to go downstairs, have, have the, uh, the hoop set up and play 
with Bryce the blocking game that me and my brother played as growing up as kids where you just have to try to dunk on the other person and I'm not <laughs> going to let him score. I love it. Blocking every shot. I love it. Just don't tear that ACL again. I'll be. I'll probably be on my knees to try to block the shot. I'm a little <laughs> bit bigger than a hoop, Jerry. Just a little bit. <laughs> I like it. That is pretty cool. Um, it, and it is exciting. I think we might get into that in our meat and potatoes, if you will, of the episode, which we'll get into now. So, Brandon, on our 10th episode, we did a top 10 of sorts. Basically, it was two different top fives, and then we had a bonus top five at the end. We're going to do kind of the same thing today. And our first top five, so my top five and your top five make 10. That's how we get our top 10. But our top five is going to be top five places we can't wait to take our kids. Now, little bit of a disclaimer, we're talking in the semi-near future, so not when they're 17, 18, 16 years old, but, you know, generally relatively soon. So where we can we not wait to take them for the first time? So that is what we're going to start with. I'll let you do the honors, Brandon. What's on your list, number one? Maybe not number one, but on your list. Um, what's on? I, well, I got, I got six. Cheater. You know I cheat every time. You cheat but every the first time. One, the first one, you're going to get mad that I even say this. But this doesn't count. I feel like we both want it. I want. I just want to take him outside in the world where no pandemic is happening right now. Well, yes, that amen. is my. That is my number one. But I'm not going to count that. So, um, number one for me is uh, Louisiana, which where my he's he's met a lot of uh, my mom's side of the family, uh, but my dad grew up in Louisiana. We have an, an entire side of the family down there who has has seen him through pictures and FaceTime, uh, things like that. But um, I, I want to take him to, to meet his family, show him where his, his grandpa grew up. Um, that's definitely number one. So uh, Bossier City, Shreveport, Louisiana, introduce him to some really good food. Um, when he's able to eat it, it, it doesn't get much better than that. Show him a little family heritage. I might have to go down there with Bryce because I've never been to Louisiana and I definitely want to go. So that's uh, a good number good one. Down there, Jerry. I, that's my kind of food too. So uh, yeah. it sounds, sounds amazing. Um, my number one is kind of my happy place, although it's funny saying it today um, after what happened last night, Brandon. But I cannot wait to take Peyton to her first Michigan football game at the big house. Um, I had, or my family had season tickets growing up. My grandparents, my aunt. Um, I went to school there. My wife did. We had season tickets for three seasons and I absolutely love going to Michigan football games. It's one of my favorite places in the entire world. Um, she's going to grow up a big Michigan fan, although they did get their butts whooped by Georgia yesterday. That's okay. Um, I can't wait to take her there. (laughs) It's it's not, but we're not going to go there, but I'm just excited for her to see it. And you know what? Kids actually really like it because we do the tailgating. Um, you know, you get to see the band. Um, it's exciting. So I, I can't wait to do that. She'll probably be, you know, a little bit older, obviously, but that is something that will be a very special moment. So that's number one on my list, Brandon. And, and those are those events that you just look forward to as a kid, as someone who, who did it as well. It's, you know, when you get out of school Friday night, you're going to, when you wake up the next morning, you're probably going to be smelling bacon cooking in the mm-hmm. house. You, you wake up, you guys all pile in super early to make it down so you can tailgate right across the, the street from the stadium. You, you see everybody having fun. And I mean, those are just like the memories that really develop a childhood. Yep. So that actually, um, you mentioned the Wolverines. I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Uh, for me, the sporting events that I'm excited to take Bryce are Pistons games. 
I had season tickets to the Pistons for three years, um, especially when they lived right up the road from where I, where I was living at the time. It was great. Um, but I, I am a, a a huge Pistons fan, for better or for worse. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, it's something that uh, I, I just can't wait to take him to his first game um, so he can, he can experience everything that I experienced growing up. And his Uncle Jay helped with that because he got him uh, – some some custom Pistons gear um, that just got delivered a couple days Not ago. A boy, and an Jay. Isaiah Thomas jersey. So that's funny. We're excited. That is awesome. And I, you know, it's funny we don't share these lists ahead of time. But I would have been absolutely shocked if that wasn't on your list. So I'm glad that I guessed that one. You knew that um, was going to be on the list. Number two on my list is um, a place I can't wait to take them. Is it's kind of unique, but on a boat ride. Uh, we live in Michigan, and obviously there's lakes everywhere. My dad lives on a lake. Uh, one of my sister lives next to a lake. My grandparents live on the lake, and I love being on the lake. I love fishing. I love tubing. I love just being, floating, <laughs> drinking, whatever, on a boat. So I can't wait until we go on a boat. That'll probably be this summer, uh, probably at their at her grandpa's house, and just chill on a boat. Because in Michigan, there's little better than chilling on a boat in the summertime, Brandon. Nothing, Nothing really beats that, actually. And for us, maybe cracking a beer or two, having a good time. <laughs> she can crack a bottle or two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the, the third one for me is related to the holiday that we just passed. But um, for my extended family, Christmas Eve was something that was just, um, like, it's, it's huge. I have a really big family. Eight kids on my mom's side, 12 kids on my dad's side. Uh, but my mom's side, we get together every year uh, at Christmas and just growing up, being able to play around with all your cousins, it, it was it was one of those days you look forward to every single year. Um, so it's I'm cheating a little bit, uh, but I wanted to have something that I knew was going to happen within the next couple of years, in theory. Um, and getting together at our aunt's house, playing with all his extended cousins. I mean, you're talking hundreds of people, and <laughs> and that, that's that are all related to you. Um, that's just something that I'm, I'm really excited for him to see. That'd be pretty awesome. Um, number three on my list is something we'll also probably knock out this summer. And that is going to the zoo. I mm. love the zoo. Always have, even as an adult and I kids love put the this zoo. on my list. Yeah. The zoo is awesome because the great thing about the zoo is one kids love it. Um, and the thing is no matter how many times you go, it's different because the animals sometimes are being lazy. You can't see them. Sometimes they're doing different things. Um, you don't always see every single section of the zoo. When you go, we usually go to the, to the Detroit zoo. There's actually a zoo in grand Rapids that we've gone to a couple of times that I'm a fan of as well, but the zoo is great. Uh, I almost thought about buying a season pass for this coming year, but I don't know that we'll go enough times when she's you know, not even one, but in the future, I know for a fact we'll have a season pass to a zoo because I love going to the zoo. It's a great place to be. Kids love, have fun. Um, you know, whether you make a day of it or a few hours, it, it's a good way to spend a weekend. You know, that's going to supersede one of, one of the ones on my list. I think, I think I'm gonna have to steal that from you, but I'm not going to use it. We just don't know that, that, uh, I might have to go in with you on a season pass. That might be in a Lusky and Banks. Uh, I like it. We'll get one of those wagons, buy, drag them yeah. around. Hey, speaking of baby gear, I just saw one of those the they're, other day. They're was, awesome. They're not cheap, yeah. but they're awesome. No, they weren't. It was like 800 bucks. <laughs> yeah. um, looking forward just a little bit, um, Orlando is my next one. And it's not, it's because I didn't just want to put, I mean, we're pushing probably five or six, 
um, at the at that point. But I didn't want to just put Disney World. I know that's really fun for a lot of kids. But Universal Studios and this water park called Wet and Wild, where like we used to go every year when I was growing up, and it, that, those were the the most fun trips I can remember as a kid. Uh, it's just something I, I can't quite describe it about that city. Um, but from the perspective of a kid, if you're spending a week down there and you're getting to go to, to Disney World, Universal Studios, some water parks, um, those are the vacations that I remember most growing up. So <laughs> definitely the city of Orlando. It's funny you said that because number four on my list is Universal Studios. Brandon, <laughs> kid you not. I almost I almost made it number three, but um, I was going to say a lot of people say Disney, and I'm excited about Disney because I'm sure we'll go, but I said Universal and the reason I did is probably a little bit different than you, but it's specifically, I can't wait to take them to Harry Potter world. Um, mm. You know, one, I've never been, and I'm, I'm a little bit of a Harry Potter nerd, but two, I, I plan on reading the series to my kids when they get old enough. And uh, my dad read it to us growing up. So it's something I want to do with them. And I can't wait to read it with them and then go down there and go all out, you know, get the robes, the wands, the butterbeer, all that good <laughs> stuff. And so I think that'll be just fun. And again, Disney, Orlando, all of it, too. It's, it's great. I had a lot of trips in Orlando growing up that were some of the best ones. But I think specifically going to some place like Harry Potter World will be just I, I will probably be more excited than them, to be honest with you. Hey, shout out to your dad, because uh, I'm assuming almost everyone has read Harry Potter at this point. Those aren't those aren't uh, thin books that he's reading to you guys. No, he did it growing up, and he did different voices, Brandon. I know me and you <sighs> listen to some audiobooks, and we give a lot of credit to some people. He was pretty darn good at it. Um, we weren't always great at getting the names right before the movies came <laughs> out, um, but the voices were were fantastic. So I can't wait. Uh, for Harry Potter world. I, I honestly like want Peyton to be probably five or six or seven <laughs> now, just so I can go down there. Um, uh, I, I, I can't wait for you to start reading to her so I can hear these impressions of the characters. Yes. That's going to be horribly amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, what's the last one on your list, Brandon? Last one on my list has a lot to do with Bryce's name. And this one is probably the furthest one out from when, uh, from now when we're going to go, but um, Bryce National Canyon is uh, a, a state park in Utah. Uh, this Bryce is a can like the name Bryce comes from a few different things, but one of them is Bryce National Canyon uh, in Utah, um, and it that coincides with a tattoo idea that I have for myself, a few other things. Um, and when when we decided to name him that, one thing that we said is that we're we're going to go to Utah probably the only reason I ever will have to go to Utah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I can't wait to, to take him out there. And maybe at that point I'll have a, uh, a pretty, a pretty cool truck with some off-road capabilities. And we might, uh, might check Moab out while we're out there too. There you go. Well, you might hope that my brother-in-law, Mike, that, you know, doesn't listen to this episode cause he's a national park geek and he'll probably oh. try to tag along with you. Cause they Come are on, all Mike. about it. They're going to California to a couple of national parks this summer, so he's already been telling me all about them. So, well, Yellowstone is on the list as well. Yeah, so Bryce, Bryce has to be there for obvious <laughs> reasons. Um, the last one on my list is not a specific place, but kind of a, also an event. I can't wait to take Peyton to her first baseball game. Um, anyone who knows me knows I'm a, I love baseball. I, I actually worked for a minor league baseball team for a number of years. Um, I, I just you know, football is my favorite sport, Brandon, but 
going to a ballpark, there's nothing like it. I love the different ballparks. I love the food. I love the atmosphere. And it seems like the one that kids enjoy the most, too. Yeah. And so summertime. whether it's a Tigers game, a Whitecaps game, a Great Lakes Loons game, minor league games, it doesn't matter. I just think the fact that going to the ballpark, getting the hot dog, whatever it is, and enjoying her first game, I, I'm excited for that because it's just that that's an exciting moment. You know, I actually was at my goddaughter's first Tigers game, and that was exciting. But as a dad, I'm pretty excited for that. Well, I think one of the underrated things uh, people don't necessarily think about with, with kids is it's like the sporting event where you you can actually get a prize while you're sitting there. Or there's always that possibility. You see the mm-hmm. balls going in the stands. You see people catching them and are able to go home with them. And I know as a kid, that was like the number one thing. I, I'm just I'm, I've never or I, I was never as focused in any other sport as I was as a kid growing up watching baseball. And being at the games because one, my dad put the fear of God in me that this ball, this ball could come and knock me upside my head, and I'd be, I'd be, I'd be out cold. Uh, but also, hey, you have the chance to like go home with something. It's not yep. like it's not the mascot shooting stuff up at you in the stands or a t-shirt. It's like an actual ball that they're playing with. So yeah, especially at minor league games because there's less people there. But oh, yeah. I'll never forget at Old Tiger Stadium. I went to a game uh, with my grandpa. And but before he passed, and we always used to bring our mitts. And then my grandpa took me to the restroom, and while I was in the restroom, the ball hit my seat. <laughs> so oh man, yep, I never lived that one down. <laughs> but and, and quietly, minor league minor league stadiums have some pretty great food. Oh, they do, and they have great events and stuff going on in between. So like I said, minor league baseball will always a special place in my heart. So I'm sure we'll probably go to like I said, either a Whitecaps or a Loons game. So you know, we're we're excited for that. So, Brandon, that wraps up our first top five. Our second top five is a little bit different. It's the top five milestones we're excited for. And, again, we're talking milestones in the semi-near future, not like them getting married or um, anything like that, or them buying you a house because they became in the NBA, you know, Bryce. (laughs) But top five milestones we're excited for. I'll kick this one off, Brandon, if you don't mind. Um, One thing that... I'm excited for milestone wise. It's probably an obvious one, but I can't wait for her first word. You know, mm-hmm. first word is just exciting because once they say the first word, you know, you know, conversation and in life's about to change in a pretty big way pretty soon. And then just that's something you'll never forget. I'm hoping it's Dada. I don't know. I keep saying it to her over and over. Are you kidding and, me? You know what her first word is going to be. What's that? Spreadsheets. Spreadsheets. Exactly. Spreadsheets. <laughs> That'd be great. If she said spreadsheets is her first word, I think that it, that that we need to be on TV or something because that we can find a way to make that day. happen. We only will say spreadsheets to for the rest of, for the rest of the year. That's um, awesome. I, I think I knew why you wanted to go first because you know that's on my list too. It's got to be um, right? no, without question. <laughs> but um, for me right now, it's uh, Bryce is a very smiley, happy-go-lucky kid. But I feel like like he's always smiling and breathing hard from like smiling. But I feel like he hasn't actually laughed like a belly laugh yet. I don't know if he can. That's my that's my number one right now. It's like I know how to get him to smile and like make baby sounds and get really excited and move around. But I can't wait for that first just like YouTube worthy. I'm saying it like that because like <laughs> you can I can watch videos right now of kids like laughing non-stop and it's like the cutest thing ever and he we haven't got to that point but i i feel like it's right around the corner so 
his first real like belly laugh is the is number one for me right now since you took the word from me. Hey, that's a good one because I almost made my list and I didn't put that on there. <laughs> I almost did, but my number two, I guarantee, is not on your list. So that's for we'll you. We'll see. Mine, oh, well, if it is, we might have a different conversation. I uh, can't uh, wait for my first daddy daughter dance. So that is something that I am super excited about. You know, one of the great things about being a girl dad is you get those daddy daughter dances. So I'm excited for that. I know probably be, you know, first grade or kindergarten or something of that nature, but that will be a special moment that I, uh, I'll probably maybe get a little misty eyed on, but, but daddy daughter dance like is definitely misty eyed now. Uh, I don't maybe want to think about her being that camera. old. I, I said five or six. And I don't <laughs> want to think about her being that old. So, um, you know, so that's my number two, Brandon. I don't think that's on your list. Uh, that is not on my <laughs> list, at least not yet. Um, for me, number two um, so far would be, you ever see the videos when they when they give kids a lemon for the first time and you yes. like watch their reaction? Yes. That that is it. That's it for me. Uh, it's, <laughs> that's I a milestone? I, I <laughs> just milestone. can't wait for it's the immediate future. It's a milestone for me. That's like, a great milestone. dude, you had you had your first lemon. <laughs> um, I, I just can't wait to see his face. I notice mine are like little fun, like I don't know, cutesy things. I want him to laugh. I want him to have a lemon. The kid's gonna be great. We we already know that, but I, I can't wait to see his reaction when we give him a lemon for the first time. That's pretty awesome. My next one is kind of touches on something we already talked about a little bit in the last top five. But I can't wait to read my first novel to her. Not books. We're reading books all the time. But an actual novel or, or series of novels that we're both excited about reading every single night that I can read to her before bed. That, that's exciting. Maybe it's Harry Potter. Maybe it's something different. But I think that that is something that can be really special. I know some of my sisters have done that with their kids. I know, like I said, my dad did that with us. Um, so... It's just a way to bond and it's a way to get, you know, pass something down. We love to read right now. We're in a book club still. And so it's something to pass that kind of excitement down to your kid and maybe carry it on as they get older. But um, so reading the first novel to to her when she's actually at an age where she likes that kind of stuff. And, and I and I like that kind of stuff. So, well, that I feel like maybe we should have consulted on these lists because you've taken two of mine so far. Oh. So I'm having I'm having to work around <laughs> with, with my little extras on the bottom. Um, but I'm I'm going to go right back to that and I'm going to give you a specific novel. Okay. For me, what got me into loving to read the the first like groups of books I remember were the Hardy Boy yep. um, series, and for him. Uh, that I know for a fact him and I are going to read Hardy Boy books together um, when he's probably six, seven, eight years old. Um, it, it Mysteries and solving them is, is the type of genre that I loved growing up. Um, and I cannot wait to read a Hardy Boy book with him. That will be, yeah, those are pretty cool. My dad had all of them and gave them to me, my brother. But he, we didn't read those ones together, but we did have those. Um, my next one and this is a hard one because I'm excited for it, but I'm also terrified of it. Um, and that is her first day of school. I just, you know, I think that that will be exciting because you get, they get to go to school. They get to learn. You know, they're going to meet friends. They're going to, you know, really start to come into their own, which is just awesome. But then, you know, you're also losing a part of them at that point in time. You're sharing them with the world more. So, but, but that's on my list because I do think that that'll be a day that, you know, obviously you'll never forget. So I'm excited for that first day of school. I'm getting emotional thinking about that now. Yeah, it's tough. It's like that's a that's a tough one. 
Is it? I, I I'm interested to see how. Uh, I, I feel like Bryson's first day of school is going to be a lot of. You know, how the kid normally won't leave the parent and won't like walk into the right. to class. His mom is not gonna. She's gonna walk him to the to the front door. <laughs> and the teacher. I can picture the teacher there, like waiting to grab him. <laughs> He starts walking away, and she snatches him back up and takes him <laughs> home. There's no way that she's letting that kid. Well, she's she going to let him in the building because she's uh, Bryce is going to be walking Peyton and making sure she's looking. He's looking out Perfect. for Peyton. So. He'll, he'll look. He'll look out. Um, the next one for me is something that is probably going to hopefully happen within the next eight months. Uh, but it's his first step. Um, right now, we're working on rolling over. He's doing these half turns where he's. He's probably going to be rolling over by the next time we, we talk um, on the podcast. But the, they say be cautious waiting for that first step because once they start walking, like, it's it's over. It's a wrap. Um, like, your sanity is out the window for the next couple of years. I can't wait for it. I feel like when I when I get to the, him stepping, well, walking around in that toddler phase, I, I that's when him and I are going to have the most fun. Yeah, that's pretty cool. My last one is one that actually is probably higher on my list. I'm just going to list it last. But I can't wait for her first sporting event. Not like going to it, but actually participating in it. Whether it's soccer, basketball, volleyball, whatever it is, I can't wait till she's on a team. And I used to be. You still mind you. <laughs> I waited to the end because I honestly thought you might take <laughs> that one, and I was like, oh, I'll let Brandon have it. But no, that's just. I mean, that that's gonna be so exciting. I, you know, I'm gonna be that obnoxious dad rooting for his, you know, four year old soccer team to win the championships, it's yelling at yelling at uh, the other team for cheating. <laughs> you know, uh, we breed winners around here. Exactly. We we uh, breed excellence. Ah, <laughs> uh, winners. He, he trying he's trying to broaden it out. Um, for I put first goal. Um, my my first real organized sport was soccer. I think that's the easiest one for kids. By far, um, I coached it. So yeah, that that's why. And if you've coached soccer, then I'm exactly quite sure it's the easiest exactly. One. <laughs> well, I've coached. In fairness, I've coached them all, but soccer is the easiest one to teach because it's kick the ball towards that net. Yeah, it's something that growing up, um, we we come from a technically in, in the city where we live, a basketball family is what my family is known for. But that wasn't my sport. I, I can, I can, I can stay stay on the court in the pickup game. But that wasn't my best sport. Soccer was growing up, and so was her her uncle. Um, and I I remember those AYSO games every Saturday, going to practice. Um, I remember travel soccer things like that. And the his I, I'm gonna put a little pressure on him and say his first goal is what I can't wait for. Bryce, you better um, score. You better score, gonna, Bryce. You better score. not be a defender. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't care if we no got to have him play. He, he might be the seven-year-old playing uh, under under five soccer. He's going to get a goal. <laughs> well, he is born at that. He's born in that weird month, I know, because I was, where you can sometimes be the oldest or the youngest kid. So there's, yeah. I remember in baseball, I was always either like the, the best or the worst, depending on what year it was sometimes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm excited about that. That's a good one. So, Brandon – we have a little bonus top five. We'll go through these quickly. I'll let you run through your top five, then I'll run through my top five. But we'll get the people at home a bonus top five today because this might be the most beneficial for them. Oh, yeah. Let's and, get the people what they want. Yeah, and the bonus top five is top five things that you should include 
or bring with you in your diaper bag when you travel. And that's not the obvious ones. These are top five things you might not think of. So obviously diapers, obviously wipes. We all know all this kind of stuff. But what are some things you might not think of that will save you in a pinch? So Brandon, you go first. What is your top five? Um, So top five in no particular order for me, a white noise machine. They sell them as portable machines. Um, Crucial if your kid is used to sleeping with that. Um, A thermometer and... uh, so count as one and uh, baby aspirin. Uh, you don't want to run into a situation where they're, they get a fever and uh, you don't have anything um, to take care of there. Um, four for me is bibs. Um, it's something that we didn't really use in the beginning. And we might qualify this as like obvious. We, we use a bunch of burp cloths and always had those. Um, but as they get older and start teething and start just slobbing more, um, you don't always want to have to have a, a burp cloth sitting next to you. We didn't really use bibs a ton in the first few months, but he has a bib on a, a good amount now. Um, and it's a lot easier for just like a lot, the, the, the little stuff. Um, and then the last thing is a, a portable baby monitor or a travel baby monitor, um, which depending on what uh, baby monitor you have, you and I both have the Nanit. Uh, you can just pull the camera off and take the, uh, they have a, like a multi stand that you can take with it. Or I don't know about you, but I keep getting these emails where you can get like an additional camera and they, they have it marked down significantly because you already have it. Um, so either that or grabbing a uh, just a quick um, baby monitor to go. Uh, we have one that we bought my parents that we can always grab uh, and it's not dependent on Wi-Fi or anything like that as well. So this is kind of awesome, Brandon. One, those are all great things and I, I agree with all of those. But uh, we did not talk beforehand, as we've mentioned. I have none of those on my list. So everyone today is getting 10 items that you can add to your diaper bag if you already don't have them in there. Um, So I'm going to go through mine. The number one is one that my wife bought me beforehand, and I thought it was kind of silly. And I've used it multiple times already and tell you it's the smartest thing I ever did. Or she ever did because she told me to do it. She bought us each a waterproof, like, reusable zip bag. They're cute little bags. And what it's for is if the baby poops or gets spit up or anything on their clothes and you need to change them, you throw them in this bag, you zip it closed, you pull, throw it in the diaper bag, and now it doesn't get on any of the other stuff in the bag. So it's great. I've used it, like I said, three times already. The baby's gotten stuff on their clothes, throw them in there, zip it, put it back out. And, and they're like... That's amazing. It's, it, I like that. Uh, we each have one, and I'm like, when are we going to use these? I've used it every time we've gone out. <laughs> so. Well, let me tell you a quick secret. My diaper bag came with a little attachment that has that in there. Oh, I, know you were, I know yours didn't. Mine didn't. That's another reason mine is better than yours. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> Although, I don't know if you need to wash yours if it comes out. Does it come out? Yeah. Okay. It, yeah, it and that's good. It's, it's detachable. So that's number one on my list if you don't have Brandon's super bag. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> number two on my list is if you have, like mine does, a, um insulated area where you can keep breast milk or bottles, uh, bring a ice pack. Make sure you bring an ice pack so if you're going on long trips or you're traveling for a while, it's in there. If you don't have an insulated pocket and you have one of those, bring one of those bags that are basically a bottle bag that is insulated and throw ice packs in there. Bring ice packs because you don't know if you're going to be by a fridge or if you're going to be walking outside. It keeps the breast milk cold. You don't have to worry about if it's been out too long or any of that kind of stuff. So they sell them for diaper bags, specifically um, ice packs. That's my number two. I'm sorry. I'm going to keep interrupting you because I keep thinking about things as you talk, (laughs) but so we use an ice pack and a specific like bottle bag every morning when I'm taking Bryce to my parents' house. Don't be like me 
So I put that in the backpack that we have for him. There has been an occasion where I didn't think about it. And I kind of just threw the bag in the backseat of my car or truck and ran into my parents' house. And then I get like a call later that day because it everything was sideways for like five minutes when I was running up the road. Make sure you keep the bags upright when you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it can it can spill out. It's one of those things that maybe I'm just an idiot and didn't think about the one time. But uh, if if my suffering can uh, help any of you guys out, keep the make sure you remember to keep those bags upright. Good good point, Brandon. Uh, number three on my list is one of two things. Either A, a pacifier sanitizer. They have those portable ones. Or just a little holder with extra pacifiers in them. I don't know anyone who has a baby with a pacifier, but they will drop it on the ground or anywhere seven billion times a day. And then, especially when other people hold them, they'll just like, I swear, anytime I pass Peyton off to anyone, she's got a pacifier in her mouth. Within 0.1 seconds, it's on the ground. So bring either extras or if you have the sanitizer that's portable we have one of those it's nice because either that or you're gonna be washing the pacifier twenty thousand times while you are traveling so that's number three uh number four this might seem obvious but i'm going to mention it extra clothes pack a bunch of extra clothes baby clothes are small but if you only bring one thing and then they get it dirty or something happens you're gonna be mad and if you only bring one extra pair of clothes, you might even be mad. So more extra clothes you can bring. They don't have to be cute. They can be just zip-up pajamas, but bring the extra clothes. And then last but not least on my list, something if they're newborns like Peyton is, bring a swaddle with you. If you end up staying later or end up trying to put them down, I don't know how your baby is, but I know Peyton, she might go to sleep in someone's arms, not swaddled, but if I put her down and she's not swaddled, she's probably not falling asleep. So it might save you if you bring a swaddle along with you. Or if she's just being extra fussy, it might not be a bad idea to try to swaddle them. So that's that's my top five for things to bring with you. I know, Brandon, your top five was great as well. So those are little pointers to add to your diaper bag. You might already have six of them in there, seven of them in there, but now maybe you have ten. Perfect. So that wraps ready for these jokes? Yeah, I'm ready, Brandon. That wraps up our top ten portion for our 20th episode. So what is your 20th episode dad joke? Well, I've been I've been coming in and I think that overall I have evened out the uh your once insurmountably yeah, <laughs> This is not this isn't Georgia, Michigan right now. Oh no. Let's, let's Too soon. Did here. you notice my little name in the corner? Oh, I saw it. I just didn't <laughs> want to say anything. And it's a lie. It's a it's a lie to yourself. For you those uh, of you at home it says Georgia cheated. That's what my name yeah. says right now on the podcast. They, they cheated by recruiting better players, having better coaches and players uh, playing better. That's true. If that's if that's cheating. Um so Jerry, what do you call a group of baby soldiers? Tiny something. I don't know. An infantry. Ah. Left, left, <laughs> left, right, left. Are you picturing ah. babies marching right now? Because I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> left, 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 right, left. I don't know if that's cute or terrifying. <laughs> I don't know. I wish you guys could see me because I'm, mov- I'm moving a little bit. But yeah. Content as a dub if you're keeping score at home. <laughs> well, mine was a beer dad joke. So <laughs> <laughs> mine was very specific to the audience I was going after. Okay. I like it, Brandon. So this is our 20th episode. We have nine more episodes before we get to do this all over again, Brandon, uh, which is exciting. I do know at one point in time, the plan is for me and you to have a video segment of a top five or top 10. 
um, which at one point in time is going to be either top 10 things that surprised us about being dads and top 10 things that surprised us about hosting a podcast. So that'll be kind mm. of fun when we do that. I'm excited for that. Um, but until our next episode, if you have not already liked us on Instagram or Facebook or told your friends about us or wrote, written a review, please do so. Uh, we love to hear from all of you. And Brandon, again, we're coming close on another milestone of download. So please keep listening. We are excited. Every episode seems to be growing and growing and growing. Uh, I can't wait to see how many downloads this episode gets. So until next time, I'm Jerry here with Brandon. And you've been listening to Dad Jokes. Thank <laughs> you.